Welcome to Two Inches Off the Ground. When you are enlightened, do you live your life two inches off the ground? I would love a five-star rating and review wherever you listen. They are like gold for this podcast. And the big thing to say now is that if you have a partner, child, grab their phone and just click on five stars as well. I love to hit my goal of 30 reviews on Apple Podcasts to get that little black star, and I'm so close. I'm at 28 reviews, so please, if two of you could add more reviews, that would be awesome, and I would be eternally grateful. Speaking of reviews, I would love to read a beautiful Apple Podcast review I received from Ani, and it's five stars and entitled, So Much Worth the Listen, Here is What Ani Says. I started out listening to Jennifer's podcast on Corporate Flight Attendant and fell in love with her witty and personable charm. After following a plug to this podcast from there, I was so excited to find a very kindred spirit in Jennifer and very much admire that no ideas are off limits. She really has made me feel better connected, more inspired, and has restored some of my faith in humanity over a short time. I have been listening. And a bonus, I sent her an email and she replied in her genuine and thoughtful way in the same day. That just shows me that she's a really good person who really believes in what she does and supports her fans. Thank you for being a light in our lives, Jennifer. You're really one of the good ones. Ani Grismore, corporate flight attendant. Well, I just cannot say enough about that review. I am overwhelmed with gratitude, Ani. You, we know each other now on a more personal basis because we've emailed and you're one of the great ones too. And you have much good flight attendant and metaphysical karma coming to you. Thank you so much. Today, we are discussing how to avoid a medium or psychic scam. This is a vital episode for those of you who are newer to the paranormal, psychic, or metaphysical communities. I'm giving you tips so you can feel comfortable that your trust and your money are safe. I'd like to give a special shout out to my friend Melissa's podcast listeners. Melissa has been a guest on this podcast. She was on season one, episode 50, Grief and Loss During the Holidays with Melissa Ari. Her incredibly empathic and beloved podcast is called The Leftover Pieces, Suicide Loss Conversations. For anyone who has gone or is going through this experience of suicide loss, please check out her podcast. I will link it in the show notes. What I wanted to say to you, Melissa's listeners in particular, is just because someone is metaphysical doesn't mean they're trustworthy. I've met some serious scam artists who are metaphysical people and are huge narcissists. I hate to say it, but it's the truth. They see someone who has endured a tragedy as weak, and I'm putting that in air quotes, and someone who is searching for themselves metaphysically, and they prey on them. That is why you always have to be careful before getting any kind of reading from a psychic or medium. So please be aware of all of this, and let's get started. All right, number one, always get a recommendation before going to any psychic or medium, always. Even if someone says, oh, my friend kind of does it on the side and you have no recommendations of this friend, it's not worth your time or money. If you'd like to receive a reading, you can always get in touch with me and I have people 
I can recommend. For example, one of my author clients asked me for a tarot card reader recently, and I gave her the name of someone exceptional who I know personally. Many of these psychics and mediums work online these days, so don't be deterred by distance. A good psychic or medium can easily work online or over the phone. There's one person I know who is an exception to the rule, but she is a spiritual massage therapist and has to touch the client in order to receive information, and she's incredible. If you need a recommendation, just DM me at two inches off the ground or email me at freespiritpodcasts at gmail.com and my info will be in the show notes. Number two, you get what you pay for. Like everything else in life, you buy the cheap suit, it will last a few wears. A good psychic or medium either does a 30-minute or one-hour session. Sometimes they do a straight 45 minutes. For a 30-minute reading, you're looking at 90 US dollars and up. For an hour reading, be prepared to spend 175 US dollars and up. Personally, I believe 30 minutes is plenty of time, especially for a one-on-one reading and especially for your first time. There's a lot of information that's going to be coming at you. So if it were my advice to you and you're new to all this, I would start with that 30-minute reading. Number three, the world's best psychics are 80% accurate. This has been tested and these are the results, 80% accuracy rate. The two readings I received from famous psychics, one was 85% accurate and the other was 90% accurate. So that's great. I believe that sometimes these psychics are reading your lives or your parallel lives. For example, a famous psychic kept insisting I was headed to Germany. And she just kept really hammering on the Germany thing. She was spot on about everything else, but the Germany trip never panned out. I had this reading done in, I think it was May of 2019. So it's been four years since that reading and I still haven't gone to Germany in that time. (laughs) So perhaps she was reading past energy. I had been to Germany in somewhere around the year 2002 or she was reading that from another lifetime or multiverse or something. Number four, the psychic or medium shouldn't end the conversation saying, if you want to go deeper, let's schedule another session for next week. No, either they're scamming you or they're trying to be salespeople and they're pretty bad at it. I had one famous psychic who did an amazing reading and she ended with, if you want to explore a darkness I see in your past lives, I can go into the Akashic Records for you and I'm having a sale right now. How convenient. (laughs) Having a sale. She was just being a saleswoman. She's not a scammer, but I also didn't need the service. If you feel someone is upselling you or puts you in that strange position, simply respond, let me think about it and I'll get back to you. And if you really want to do it, My advice is take a week or so, mull over it. If the idea is still resonating with you and it's a service that you think you really need and you can't do it on your own, you can always contact me for a second opinion and I'll give you my honest opinion. Number five, if the psychic or medium is exceptional, they should tell you pretty much everything you need to know in that reading. You shouldn't feel the need to return for another reading a week later or a month later, I believe a good rule of thumb is a reading once a year or maybe every six months. 
You don't want to rely on psychics, especially to tell you your future. The future always changes. And with psychics, they're a really good example of they can only tell so far into not only your future, but humanity's future with COVID. A lot of these psychics were saying, oh, COVID's going to be fine after a year. They were giving this reading in 2020 and it won't be a big deal at all. Well, now we're in 2023 and uh, we were just talking, my husband and I were just talking to people who had relocated from Singapore and only a week ago or a month ago, they stopped wearing masks on all the trains and all of that. So COVID's still very much alive in humanity. So saying that this future is for sure, it's not for sure. So you also need to keep that in mind. And I remember listening to a psychic who said that doing a psychic reading is comparable to driving your car at night. You can only see so far ahead with the headlights. I thought that was a really good analogy. And that's what I think psychics are best at doing. So if you want a psychic reading and you want someone to tell you, how your life's going to be three years out, five years out, 10 years out. Uh, I wouldn't really rely on that. I would say, okay, I want a psychic reading for what's going to happen in the next six months, maybe how things are going next year. And of course, you're always going to come in with questions. If you have a specific question, remember to put it on your phone or write it down. So when you're in the midst of all this, you don't forget. And I've done that. I've done that where I went to the one famous psychic and I just totally forgot to write down the one question I wanted to ask her because I was so engrossed and she really didn't answer it. So just make sure that you always are prepared when you go into one of these readings and you're prepared, especially with psychics that yes, they can tell you only so far into your own future. Now, if you've lost a loved one, especially recently, and you want to feel close to this person's spirit, it's understandable if you want a mediumship reading more than twice a year or more than once a year. But I think that's why it's best to learn to develop mediumship abilities for yourself. If this is something that you want to continue on a regular basis, you're going to have to develop this for yourself. And you can do this with development mediumship classes. And I'm going to discuss a little bit more about this later on. Number six, before going into a psychic or mediumship reading, it's best to harness the energy of the deceased first, and then you will receive an outstanding reading, and then you can learn to do mediumship on your own. So this is what I was talking about from the last tip. In my next episode that I'm dropping on Tuesday, April 4th, 2023, I'm going to teach you how to develop mediumship abilities and give you tips on how to do this before going into any type of psychic or or mediumship reading. For example, I harnessed my deceased mother's energy before a group reading with 15 others online. Out of those 15 people, I only knew one of them. And my mother came to the medium twice and gave him detailed messages for me. And another spirit contacted the medium to give a message to someone else in my life. So they used me as a conduit. Well, they used him and then they used me as a conduit. And it was getting to the point where probably within the first, no exaggeration, I would say 10, 15 minutes of this reading, my mom had contacted me twice. And so everyone else is looking for their loved ones. And I've already had two detailed readings 
so I had to back off in the energy because I wanted everyone else to benefit and I didn't want people to get mad at me. So I had to back off and I'm going to talk about that again next episode, but it really works when you harness your deceased loved one's energy beforehand and you're in that vibration, then you can really make sure you get your money's worth (laughs) because I did. And when the other person came through or the other spirit came through for this other person whom I'm close to, I had to, I realized, wow, I'm really able to harness this energy, not only for my own self, but for others as well. And you will be able to do it too. So I will teach you how to do this on April 4th because it's an episode unto itself. Uh, Make sure you tune in. Number seven, psychics and mediums work in a variety of ways. Some will do in-person readings. Others will work exclusively over the phone or online. My friend reads via massage. Others do tarot or palm readings and so on. For my author clients, I actually do a small mediumship reading in my service to help guide them through the book writing process. So when I do this, I've asked for the person or the deceased person's first and last name, birth date, and the last place of residence. Now, I understand that in <laughs> today's you know scamming day and age, to give all that personal information to a person you don't know is totally sketchy. Thus, I give them the option of what they're comfortable with, such as first name and last name initial, month and day of the birthday, and the area such as New Hampshire or the southern U.S. or Eastern Europe or something like that. Whatever you feel comfortable with is good. I will say this, however, the more accurate information you give, the easier it is for the medium or psychic to give you an accurate reading. And also when I do mediumship readings, the client provides me with the requested information and I go into meditation on my own. So they're not sitting there online, on the phone, in front of me. I just ask for the information, I receive it, and then I go into a meditation to connect with that deceased person's energy And then I report my findings in an email. Number eight, a good quick tip is to have a pen paper nearby to jot down any notes if the session is not being recorded. If you do a phone session, at least for Apple, you cannot record a phone conversation on the phone. So a pen and paper is always good. Number nine, psychic fairs are not my thing. Sorry, (laughs) just not. I know they're a good way for new psychics and mediums to get the word out for their businesses. And I respect that. And of course, there are some great people who organize and put on these fairs and some great people who do the readings. However, it's usually a situation where it's a lot of people crammed into a large room with all their energies and the psychic or medium is trying to keep a time limit, which is often only 10 to 15 minutes. And of course, there's always that person who doesn't care about the five people in line behind them and continues to ask questions. I find psychic fairs chaotic, again, with all the energies. So logically, I would imagine it's hard for the expert to tune in with all of this going on around them. If you want to go to one, just view it as a fun event or a fun day out where you may get a good hit or two. So I'll give you an example. Probably around, I would say 15 years ago, I went to this psychic fair and I met with two psychics. 
And they gave me, you know, generic information. The one guy, I remember some of it, but it was so generic. It was ridiculous. It was like, oh, your grandmother's spirit is here. And and she liked to cook for you. Did your grandmother like to cook for you? Well, what grandmother doesn't like to? <laughs> That's pretty obvious, right? She was like, oh, your grandmother liked to feed you and blah, blah, blah. So he was saying like a lot of generic BS. And then finally, he said that the number 28 was very significant in my life. And that was true. I really changed my life at 28. So then I went to the woman who I can't even remember what she said, which must mean she didn't say much, but she also mentioned the number 28. You know, those are the one or two hits I got. I just took it as a fun thing. I didn't think they were the best psychics or mediums. Also warning, at these events, I find bottom feeder psychics and mediums sometimes. For example, I had a reading, oh God, from an Akashic Record reader. And by the way, I want to say I looked online and she had received very good reviews and she basically fed me a bunch of bullshit. I, I could just tell that she was all show. She wasn't authentic. She was a white woman who was culturally appropriating by dressing in Native American clothing. She was going into this weird voice, which sometimes they do. And I've seen them do it. There's one woman in particular who lives near me who's phenomenal and she does go into a voice, but it's authentic and she's not doing it for show. She's being her authentic self. But this one was putting on this whole show. I think she had a rattle. It was, just, <laughs> it was like so over the top. It was such bullshit. She told me that I had something metaphysically strangling me and then she cut it. So then I was free. And then with my adoption, she told me a bunch of bullshit about that that didn't make sense and was wrong because I have the adoption paper. So she was just bullshitting on stuff and it just wasn't good. <laughs> the whole thing wasn't good. So again, I think that was the last psychic fair I'd ever been to. And I was like, you know what? I think, I think I'm good for now. And again, this woman received really good reviews, but who was she receiving reviews from? I think that's another thing I want to bring up quickly is who was she receiving reviews from? Were they from people who were newbies and really didn't know what to look for? Were they people who were just looking for a fun day out? Were they people who found this woman amusing? I, I, I don't know. And this is why you need to get recommendations from I hate to, you know, I hate to say experts because I'm including myself in this. So I don't ever want to call myself an expert, but someone who's really been around the block metaphysically and really knows, okay, this person is really good. It's not because this person got 60 great Google reviews that they're great. It's actually, I, I'm trained and I know a lot about the metaphysical and I can tell you that this person's great or someone else in your life who is highly metaphysical. Those are the recommendations you need to get, not from just Google or from Yelp or God, who uses Yelp these days, but you know what I'm saying. You have to make sure it's someone highly metaphysical that you trust. Number 10, palm readers, psychic readers on the street or those who have the shops with the sandwich board signs, you know, those people who say palm reading for $25 and now they're getting very savvy about it. So I'll see on these signs occasionally, oh, you know, cleanse your aura with crystals and they're smart about it now. They know how to uh, sell to the woo-woo crowd. They're good. These people are very hit or miss. Most of them are scammers because what they do is they will ask you for your birth date and then give you an astrology reading for your sign. So for example, let's say I go in, I sit down in front of this 
palm reader, whatever she is. And she says to me, and by the way, I've had a palm reader ask me for my birth date, which they shouldn't be doing. They should just read your palm. <laughs> so anyway, so the palm reader asked me for my birth date and I tell her and and she basically tells me all the qualities of being Sagittarius. So you just have to watch out for that. Again, you have to look at it as a fun event, as a silly thing to do. If you have that mindset, I think you'll be fine and you have no expectations. When I was a teenager to young adult, I would visit these people occasionally and I found one out of all of these people I visited who was exceptional. A few years later, I had returned to that same shop and I asked for that woman, but she had moved. Instead, her grandmother gave me a reading and she did not have the talent of her granddaughter. And I'm going to tell you the story because it's a little freaky and it proves my point about occasionally you will get someone exceptional who does work in one of these shops or owns one of them. Okay, so the granddaughter, this was probably around, I was 25, it's probably around the year 2003, 2004, somewhere in there. My friend and I were visiting from Boston. It was a town where uh, near to where my parents lived and we went to the psychic shop And it was the granddaughter at the time. And she sat us down and we each got a reading. And she said to my friend, she said, listen, you are going to have a blonde man who's going to double cross you. And because of that, you are going to have to basically take all your shit and move it out of your apartment immediately, like within the next few days. Let's say it was a Friday. She said, you were going to be moved by Monday or Tuesday. And my friend was just in shock and said, okay, she didn't really say much. So then we went out after the reading and we talked about it and she was dating someone, but the guy didn't have blonde hair. He had kind of sandy brown hair and we just couldn't think of anyone. We really couldn't. And her life was going very well and everything was fine. So we go back to Boston And I go to my part of Boston and she lived far away in another part of Boston. And I receive a phone call a few hours later. She said, you're not going to believe this. I came home to all these hardcore drugs in the apartment and needles and the whole thing. And she said that she figured out her roommate was a drug dealer hardcore drug user, which you would have never guessed meeting him because I met him and I did not get that sense from him at all. I got the sense he was kind of ditzy, but not any of that. She was absolutely shocked. She was upset. And she had, luckily she had um, contacts in the neighborhood and she she was able to find an apartment immediately. And I want to say by that Monday or Tuesday morning, she had moved all her stuff into this new apartment come on, that's a little weird. (laughs) So occasionally you do meet a great psychic in one of these shops. Okay, number 11. My last tip is to contact me if you have any questions and to tune in on Tuesday, April 4th to discover how to do your own reading. Until next time, live your life two inches off the ground.